It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is a Locked On Auburn podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast, presented by Fetch Me Home Delivery. Use promo code FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. Your family meal delivered in 40 minutes or less. By the time it gets to your home, it will still be warm. And you can just get home from work and get ready for the afternoon with your fam jam. Use the free Fetch Me Delivery app or use, uh, once again, you can go to FetchMeDelivery.com and use promo code FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. Zach and Michael Papp is here with you. Hello, Michael. Hello, Zach. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. I'm doing great. Ready for a great week. Yes. And we are joined by special guest. Used to be regularly a occurring guest, but then he left us. Rich Perkins is back. Hey, guys. Thanks. How's, how's it going, man? It's going outstanding. Thanks for asking. We miss you here. Oh, uh, that's very sweet of you to say, even if it's not true. So to go from, <laughs> from covering things in Auburn to now. I yes. Mean, uh, your heart is in Auburn. You love Auburn sports. Oh, you are, are you a graduate. Kidding? Absolutely. What's it like being here for so long? And I mean, you were you were in the thick of it, covering things here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hosted a sports show for several years, covering yeah. the team. Yeah. And now you're uh, you're you're in Indiana, right? Yep, Southern Indiana, uh, uh, as it's known by the locals. I'm in Kentuckyana, which is uh, that's actually a thing. It's actually a thing. It's the southern part of Indiana, which dips down into uh, Kentucky near Owensboro and Bowling Green mm-hmm. and uh, Evansville, Indiana. Um, about an hour due west of Louisville, Kentucky, uh, on I-64. And, uh, that's, uh, that's basketball country, right? It is. You talking a bunch of trash? It is. Are you kidding? I cannot <laughs> wait for basketball season to get going. Um, it's, uh, it is a, it's a different culture. Uh, I'm slowly, um, incorporating and, and drawing some um, some tr- some some pilgrims, if you will, okay, in, into the Church of Auburn mm-hmm. up there. So sure. uh, we have a uh, fairly significant uh, where I am. We have a fa- fairly significant international community, and there are a number of Koreans that I have um, that I've brought on board. So much so, got saying War Eagle and stuff. Oh yeah, Please. so much so that a couple of them um, over the summer on their way. I think they were on their way to New Orleans, made a stop in Auburn just to go to Tumor's Corner and have Tumor's Lemonade. Well, you're doing something right then. So I'm, I'm pretty... That's uh, great. Yeah. So before we jump into basketball, obviously yes. they beat St. Louis University on Saturday, but the big news, and, and Michael, you kind of hinted at this, but Derek Brown is playing in the Outback Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm surprised. I, uh, I, I'm happy for him. Um, I, I guess if this is his what what he wants to do to go out as a as a guy who played in the bowl game, even though it was kind of a it doesn't really matter. It's an exhibition game. Um, this is not the advice I would have given him. Uh, I I I can't say I don't agree with what he's doing because it, it, at the end it's his decision. Like if he wants to play, he should play. So I, but um, really I'm just going to be holding my breath the whole game because I, uh, I really, I really just hope that nothing, nothing really bad happens to him during the game. Yeah. Reports are, uh, Malzahn expects all of the players to play. He doesn't expect anyone to hold out. Derek Brown's definitely the biggest one in question. Maybe Marlon Davidson, maybe Prince Tega. If he decides that's the route that he wants to go as well as Noah Benogany, if he were to announce 
and uh, he was leaving early to go to the NFL draft. So uh, I think it's good for Auburn. I think it's really bad for Minnesota. Um, but his decision, I mean, the 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 gist of it is he's a team first guy, and that is just so like countercultural to what we've seen as far as like how first round draft picks or about to be first round draft picks have handled their appearance in bowl games. Over the Really, Christian McCaffrey was kind of the first guy to do it. You know, what's interesting is that when you listen to some of the national pundits on uh, the talking heads, on um, whether it's on uh, ESPN or Fox Sports or any of, the, any of those big guys, there is um, a predisposition. The, the default now is, the default position is, you're an idiot if you if you play in a bowl game if you're going to go in the top of the draft like there you should never you should never do this that the money is just too much yeah. um and it's financially stupid and and irresponsible and somehow um immature maybe um and i understand on a certain level and i don't I think it's fine if that's the decision you make. I have no bones about that at, at all. You can always come back and get your degree. See uh, Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also see the other side of it, which is this is why he came to school was to get a degree, and he wants to get it, and he wants to play in the game. Or even if he's gotten his degree, he's, and he's and, on and a, this he's past on the weekend. Team. He's, he's got it. He's got the degree now. Right. He just, he, you know, in his Instagram video, he said he came here. He came, you know, he came back this season to do just that. And right. I mean, his message was he's finishing what he started. Yeah. Uh, at Auburn graduations, you know, they tell you to hold your applause until the end of all the names and everything. Cause there are so many kids they have to say the names for. Um, they had to stop the ceremony when they announced Eric Brown because he got a standing ovation in Auburn arena when he graduated. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's 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 awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, and then uh, another thing Michael that that you touched on, you wanted Derek Brown to win the the uh the Lot Impact Award trophy and he won just that, you know, dedicated to the the player that shows outstanding things on the field as well as off the field in regards to community service and that's just kind of who Derek Brown is. And I think he's going to be remembered as for a long time in this way. Uh, I mean, obviously what he did on the field, but people are going to remember him as an Auburn man for a very long time around here. Yeah, I hope he gets uh, one of those, you know, uh, the pictures that they have on the stadium. They've got one for um, Rogers when he won the Thorpe Award and, and obviously the Heisman Trophy winners. I believe they've got one for Fairley for the awards he won. And so I hope they've got a, a real big one planned for uh, for Derek Brown for the lot the lot impact trophy. Uh, I'm not sure that he would say this as much, but I think that, that that definitely meant a lot to him. I think he's the kind of person who would probably say something that the award doesn't really matter because all that really matters is, you know, the helping the community and everything, but that that is a well-deserved award. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. 
All right, let's talk a little Auburn basketball. Auburn basketball beat St. Louis University 67-61 to on Saturday. The only remaining undefeated college basketball team in the Power 5 ranks, and so that is uh, that is clearly exciting. Javon McCormick had his best day of the year, in my opinion. 31 minutes, 7 of 14 from the floor, 4 of 8 from 3, 20 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. He wasn't too far away from a triple-double, but yeah, Javon McCormick, he, um, he, he took the game over on Saturday. Another line that I thought was interesting is Austin Wiley. You know, we were talking about how he kind of grew up in Brooklyn, you know, this, that, that two-game stint. And then you look at what he did on Saturday, 22 minutes, 2 of 11 from the floor, 8 points and 8 rebounds. Obviously, that is, uh, that is not very good. I'm curious to see how he responds from that. I mean, that, that, was his, that was probably his worst outing as far as scoring goes that I can think since he's been at Auburn. Yeah, that was not a good offensive game from uh, from Austin Wiley. Looked more like the Austin Wiley we've seen the last couple seasons than the one we've seen this season. I was really impressed with him defensively. Uh, I thought that this was his. This might have been his best defensive game that we've seen him play in a long time. Uh, I'm not sure what his block numbers were, but I, I think he had four or five blocks, and um, I, I was very impressed. I think. Everyone thought that there'd be a drop off defensively when Wiley was on the floor without Macklemore. Uh, and I, I think this game kind of showed that there doesn't have to be. That Wiley can step up on the defensive end and, and be that defensive anchor in the middle um, that he should be able to be physically. And so I wasn't completely disappointed with him from this game because of that. I think he made up for some offensive shortcomings that he had on the defensive end. I also thought Auburn rebounded very well, especially offensively. And Javon McCormick, up and down game, which is kind of typical for him, I think, but he definitely took over during stretches, which is cool to see. And D'Angelo Purifoy, I mean, you mentioned the offensive rebounding. His uh, He had the highest rating that he's had all year as far as rebounding efficiency. So... Not a not a great scoring day for Daniel Purifoy, but he's one of those guys that he keeps finding ways to be relevant and help the team out, and that's something that I don't think we would have seen from Daniel Purifoy a few years ago. He's gone more into that team first attitude, and that's that's what Bruce Pearl wants, and that's what a lot of the Auburn fans watching this team grow and kind of gel and figure out its new identity. That's what they want as well. I, the one thing that I just, especially watching the game uh, Saturday, the one thing that well. Let me be frank. I was listening to the game Saturday. I was watching the Navy Army game, but I was listening to the game. I think it's the Army Navy game. No, it's the Navy Army game okay. when you beat them thirty-one to seven. Okay. <clears throat> um, you, uh, like to see a little more consistency from the charity. Are you strike. a Navy guy? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, hey, just uh, just a quick. Uh, I'm sure everybody knows this, but uh, just a shout out to uh, Coach Bruce Pearl. He's now. Um, Auburn has won nine games and has uh, now evened. He has uh, come even with the total number of games that uh, Tony Barbie won seven years ago. So unreal. Tony Barbie going nine and 23 in his last, in his uh, third season at Auburn. So yikes. Yeah. So, um, and taking everybody off while uh, on the way to do that. <laughs> he was such a sweetheart. Such a such a sweetheart. It's crazy to me that Kentucky hired him. It's 
insane. Just not a good dude. No, he's not, not. a good dude at all. No. And um, and conversely, Bruce Pearl, very much a, a good dude. I'm a fan. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, I, I'd like to, and maybe it was just the rust of not playing for, I don't know, four months. How long was it between games? Nine days. It was like forever. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was just the rust, but uh, you want to see a little more consistency there from the from the line. And the my, my biggest issue, and I know a lot of folks on Auburn Twitter were trying to say it wasn't that big of a deal because the game was in hand, but Isaac Okoro just throwing up that three at the end of the game, uh, I thought that was uh, I, I thought that was a bad move by the by the true freshman yeah. and the um, the the commentators. On, uh, on ESPN2 were kind of all over him. And a lot of Auburn fans were like, dude, chill out. The game was already won. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. Because, I mean, just think back uh, to Auburn's game against New Mexico State in the first round of the NCAA tournament last year. It came down to, to stuff like that. I mean, you thought Auburn had it in hand. Mm-hmm. And when, when it's a game like that against a good opponent, you just want to give them uh, – you don't want to give them any chance to come back. I don't care how open you are. you gotta you got to dwindle down the clock there. So. And- and it, the coaching staff certainly didn't seem to be thrilled with it either. I mean, they they pulled out a Coro, who they call their best defender. And so, yeah. if you're pulling out your best defender down the stretch in a game like that, you know. But hopefully, you know, obviously Auburn won the game, so hopefully it's a good learning experience for Isaac. He is still um, a true freshman, and you know, you can understand when you're wide open from three pointer, you get the the big eyes, and and you want to throw it up. A few other interesting stats from the game: Devin Cambridge was a team high plus 15. He also had that really awesome dunk. Who was this kid by the way? This this guy came out of nowhere. I had not even heard that now granted I've been out of the 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 bubble. The bubble here. But you're right though. I mean bit. all the talk was about Isaac Okoro and Flanagan. Yes. And I, you know Devin Cambridge is like, "Hey, I'm Cambridge here came up and I was like, "What are you Yeah, I mean even Turbo. Turbo got a lot of talk. But yeah, Devin Cambridge, I mean he's he's athletic as mess. Mm-hmm. That was insane. Mm-hmm. And St. Louis had zero dunks. Yeah, so yeah, that, I saw uh, Justin Ferguson tweeted that. I'm like, yeah. really? And I started thinking about. It. I'm like, yeah, I guess they did. And I, that just speaks to how good off the how good Auburn defended on the interior. Like I, I mean, like I was saying with Austin Wiley, they and it wasn't just him; it was really the whole team. So, shout out. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, let's take some voicemails. Rich, you good for a few voicemails? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I'm having to turn these mics on and off because all these mics are so <laughs> sensitive in the studio. Apologize for that. All right. Here's uh, here's the first one. Yeah. Hey, so one thing I kind of noticed watching the Furman game, I know it was a week ago, but and I like the beginning of the second half when Furman went on their run. We not only were we not scoring, we weren't getting into much of an offense. We were ho- hoisting up bad shots and stuff like that. Uh, so I don't know why I'm breathing hard. But um, <laughs> is that an issue, or is that something that can be fixed easily? Yes, breathing hard is an issue. Uh, we don't have a Harper like last year that can just go get you a bucket unless maybe Samir's that guy. I'm not 100% sure. But, yeah. And then secondly, um, I, I don't know. Well, anyways, um, 
Uh, one of y'all is from Dallas, I'm pretty sure. If not, I sound like an idiot right now. But Michael is, if yes. you are, uh, please say yes, because I want to follow up on that later. Where are you Yes, I am from Dallas. Dallas, Texas. Oh, Richard, Dallas, Texas. Rich, a big part of this show is Michael saying that he's from <clears throat> Texas. No, I, I don't think it's a huge issue because th- this basketball team is different than last year's basketball team. And, you know, there there is no Jared Harper and there is no Bryce Brown, but there are a lot more role players. And from top to bottom, this team is better, I think. It's just not as good at the top. But when it really matters at the end of the year, when you look at when Auburn peaked last year, I think by that point, Isaac Okoro is going to be a totally different guy than he is now. And you look at all these other talented freshmen. You know, you you, you ask about Devin Cambridge. He's going right. to essentially be a sophomore at that point. Right. Flanagan is going to be a much more experienced guy. They're they're trying to put stretch uh, stretch acting bola on the on the court a little bit more. He's playing two or three minutes a game now, and so that's that's something that you like to see. And then you know Turbo Jones. I, I'm surprised how little that we've been able to see him so far. But I think that's going to change over the course of this season. So I think you're just going to see this team develop a little bit different than it did a year ago. I think you also, um, uh, one of the signature tones of Bruce Pearl teams, at least in his Auburn tenure, is this walking of a fine line between chunking it from the cheap cheap seats uh, for these kind of, you know, taking shots from the corner, uh, behind the, the you're the not NBA seeing that line. as much anymore though. You're not as well, but but there there is kind of this this um, it's like go out and play, and yet there's also a um, be disciplined aspect to it as well. And he always, his teams always seem to be kind of walking that line. And early in the season, you see those things being developed and kind of. Um, uh, focused and clarified. So I think early on you're going to see some of those kind of wild things happening as as guys are figuring out what the, you're talking about this team being a team full of role players. And I think everybody's at this point in the season still trying to figure out exactly what their role is. Michael, do you have anything to add on that? Yeah, I actually I agree with the caller. Um, we oftentimes do see these Bruce Pearl basketball teams, the offense – seems to do a lot of kind of standing around and throwing up a three-pointer at some point. Um, it's it's very frustrating to watch. Uh, I don't necessarily agree that we don't have a guy who can just go get you a bucket. Uh, I think Javon McCormick showed in this game that he can be that guy. One of the things that they, uh, that they wanted him to do is be more aggressive and go getting himself a shot. And we saw it in... I mean, even in the the run to the Final Four last year, he has such a quick first step that he can get to the rim. And the way that this off this way that this Auburn team is rebounding, and even on this offensive side of the ball, especially, gives them the confidence a to just toss up three pointers because guys will get rebounds, but also to get the ball to the rim and toss it up and, and hope that good things are going to happen if they can get the ball on the rim close to the basket. He's still just like uh, this is his best outing of the year, and he's still just shooting fifty percent from the floor. I, I just want him to do more than that. And I I agree with you about that. But if you're in a situation halfway through the second half or something where you know you haven't scored in a couple possessions, Javon's not the guy I call on. I don't I don't think I I think I would rather see Samir or Isaac get the shot. I agree. That I would rather them, I would rather them get the shot. I think that Javon can be the guy to, if other stuff is just not working, to 
take a guy one on one and go and get to the basket. His first step is so quick, and we've seen him have that ability to go do that. I'm not saying that maybe if it's the the very end of the game, he's the guy I want taking the last shot. But if we need a basket in the second half to stop a run, I have no problem putting the ball in his hands and saying, "Go get one." All right, let's uh, let's do. I think we got time for one more voicemail. This one's about running backs. Hey guys, Micah Gaines here, Stephenville, Texas. Uh, just want y'all's take on uh, the running back situation. It seems like to me that we're going to be loaded uh, at the running back position in the coming up, uh, you know, coming up season with uh, Booby and DJ and Shivers and Joyner and Miller and Mark Anthony and Tank. Uh, what do y'all think? Do y'all think that we may be seeing somebody like uh, Harold Joyner transfer out of the program um, with somebody like, you know, I, don't, I know we haven't seen, you know, much of any of Mark Anthony. Is that somebody we could see leave? I don't, I mean, what do y'all think about Shivers? I I think that the, the only thing that would be keeping Shivers there is, is running track. So, just uh, want to get y'all take on it. Love the show, guys. Thanks. I think having that many. Thank you, Mike. A lot, a lot of people from Texas calling in. That's that's crazy. So, the uh, my response to that is, I don't think it really benefits you to have that many guys, especially when a lot of them are young. When you look at at, at Booby Whitlow, I'm just not convinced that he is a a, a collegiate running back at, at the SEC level. I, I I'm just I'm just not sold on it. And then you look at Mark Anthony Richards. That's a guy that I, I just don't see where the playing time is going to come from. You mentioned Sean Shivers. His path to playing time is there. You know what he needs to do, and the opportunity yes. is there for you. I think Tank is going to get a shot eventually. I don't think he's going to do it right away because I think he's got to wait for guys in front of him to, to get away. I mean, t- to me, next year, the, it's, it's DJ Williams' job. That, that, is, uh, that is what my gut says. I think they're starting to shy away from Booby Whitlow. We'll um we'll see. I think he's still got a role to playing time in regards to uh, he's the wildcat guy, and so I I think there's ways to keep a lot of these guys um, happy as far as playing time goes. But I don't know. Like you list all of those guys, and it's like how many of those guys are better than like an average Malzahn back in the past? Like I don't think any of those guys right now are better than Peyton Barber. I don't think any of those guys right now are better than Cameron Artis Payne. No. And so it's just like. It's cool. We've got a lot of names to look at here, but I, I'm just not sold that, you know, having a lot of average to slightly above average running backs in regards to Malzahn's standard since he's been in Auburn. I'm just not convinced that that's always a good thing or that it matters. I, I don't know how much it I'm with you that I don't know how much it necessarily matters. You usually typically under a Malzahn offense, you have a handful of guys at the beginning of the season they all kind of share the load, and then somebody gets a hot hand, and they just feed him until he just runs everybody into the ground. Yeah, um, that I think a lot of people thought that was going to be Booby Whitlow. Let me state for the record, I love Booby. All right, I love Booby. Okay, I don't trust Booby, and I think that's something that uh, for a coaching staff, you've got to have somebody that you trust. Uh, toting the rock or catching it out of the backfield, and I, I don't know that he's—I don't know that he's that guy. I don't know that he's gonna. They've tried to make him that guy, and he hasn't been. So I'm kind of with you on that. 
Uh, I agree. Booby's hands definitely need to get better, um, both not fumbling and catching the football. But uh, as far as guys transferring, it, it's a very interesting situation, like he said. One of the things that is interesting about running backs versus other positions is I feel like a lot of running backs or most running backs don't expect to play right away. So that's one of the reasons we don't super often see uh, guys transfer early in uh, early in their tenures. Uh, the Mark Anthony Richards thing is interesting. I don't think he'll transfer because he really was I mean he was injured this season so we don't really know what he's capable of when he's fully healthy, he was supposed to be the best of the freshmen that came in. And DJ Williams certainly seems to be very good. I don't think he's any going anywhere because he's definitely going to be competing for the job. Shivers is an, is the most interesting case, I think. But he and Anthony Schwartz both, if I'm not mistaken, have kind of both said like they love football, but their future's in track, right? Haven't they both said basically said that? I don't know if they said that, but they definitely uh, they definitely love them some track. So uh, it seems like they kind of have an embarrassment of riches at running back right now. A bunch of guys who seem like they could be capable of being a above average running back in Gus Malzahn's system. It's just can they get there? Can they improve to get to that place? Michael, where can people find you and hear you, bud? Uh, they can follow me on Twitter, at CouchPapTato. I'll be on the drive this week on Wednesday and Thursday. And I'm doing a uh, a sports betting segment on the lunch break, which is typically on Fridays, but I'm not sure when we'll do it this week. Fantastic. Rich, thanks for hanging out, man. We miss you so much. At Archmob Perkins. Oh, if, you changed it. If people want to get with me, at Archmob Perkins. I'm on Twitter at Z Blackerby. The show is on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. Follow the network at Locked On College. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn podcast. I didn't hit the hockey. Here it is. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.